<laughs> All right, guys, let's start. Um. <clears throat> All right, here we go. <laughs> so relax. Get it out. Finish it. Go ahead. Hey, let's make sure we ain't got no vacuums going off. You know. Yeah. Chill, chill, chill. That was one time thing. I can't get that out of here. All right. <clears throat> All right. Welcome to episode three of Land of the Hopeless. Uh, today we got K Rob, X, and Yo. Natalie. Uh, unfortunately, Wes couldn't be a part of it uh, due to some family issues. Um, but it's fine. We're going to keep rocking like we normally do. Um, how's everybody doing today? Good. Tired. Yeah, it was a long day. Doing pretty good. Yeah, I'm tired. So, to be honest, we here. We in here. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tuesday is kind of weird. Yeah, niggas yeah. work on mm-hmm. Tuesday. I'm going skating uh, after this mm-hmm. too. Thanks for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> niggas work on Tuesday. Oh, we go on it. Yeah, it's a it's a part of the work week. We we remember. Yeah. I'm going by myself. So you know, I go skating. So. Oh yeah, I forgot yeah. you go skate by yourself. Yeah. Um, so all right, let's just jump right into it. It's not pussyfoot around it. Uh, so what America's talking about right now is the Netflix documentary by, uh, I don't want to uh, butcher her last name, but Ava. Duvernay. Uh, Duvernay. Here we go. Duvernay. 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 Mm. Get it? Yeah, you got uh, it. Uh, when, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. When they see that. us, uh, <laughs> it's about, you know, the Central Park Five, for those not informed. It happened in 1989 in Harlem, New York. Um, and some five children were mis... What's a good word? Were fucked by the system. Basically. Um, so let's start talking about that. I've only seen the first two episodes. Full deep dive. So forgive me for not finishing it by the time this podcast started. But I... we're going to remain constant throughout the whole thing. Uh, and that's pissed off and angry. How could the system fail? Well, not even how. We know how. But uh, just maybe maybe this will be the thing that opens America's eyes. <laughs> Doubt it, but we want yeah. to know. All right. No, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> well, I would say this. I'm going to just say, like, whoever has not seen it, um, you know, just be... Be cautious. Yeah, you just be ready. You be know, ready because that shit takes a toll on you. Yeah, yeah definitely the trick. Like, I still feel like I don't know. I don't know. For me, it's still weighing I on was, me heavy. It's still weighing on me heavy. I was um yeah. Mad. It does leave your spirit kind of <laughs> being. I was just mad as hell. That's pretty much how I felt. Um, I t- it took me two days to watch because I told myself I wasn't gonna do more than two. Um, but I watched two episodes and I finished it, but definitely the first and the very last episode is what kind of like was the gut punches, like just kind of really hit me hard, but, um, it was a great, great show. And if we're looking at like from a film perspective, of course, y'all know me, I look at stuff like that. Like it was really, really great. I'm really proud of Ava, like the cinematography, like the de-aging of um, New York and just, it was, it was really good. I really felt like we were there in that moment of 1989, unfortunately, the tragic moment. I didn't even get to finish it yet. I'm on that. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> wow. I feel judged. 
<laughs> I watched one one night and then one the other night. We're gonna watch another one tonight and then another one tomorrow and then I'll be done. I mean that's so. a good pace though. That's a good pace. It's a lot. I gotta work all day and then I come and then watch this. It it weighs <laughs> heavy on you. <laughs> Sleep well, after that for real, bro. I have no life, so I started it at eight p.m. <laughs> and didn't finish till one <laughs> in the morning. There you bench so, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. The well yeah, it was it was hard I'm... to watch. Me. It was hard, emotional yeah. roller coaster, but definitely enjoyed just it. Be outside, just yelling. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to find um, Linda Fairstein. I wanted Fairstein, to, yeah, bitch ass. definitely, definitely wanted to find. Her. If she ever like to give her a hug across this uh, podcast, she know what the deal is. Not right, we just we just want to give her big right. hugs. Right. Sure. Yeah, that's what we'll call it. We'll call it no, hugs in this episode. No, yeah. it's, it's a real actual hug. <laughs> a bear hug. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> not bears. Call it whatever you want to. Right. Not bears. I don't know. Um. I mean, how did you feel? How did y'all, from what y'all seen, like how? Um, I mean, I guess we could all say that we were angry, but like, what? What's a different something else that y'all took from it? I guess. I mean, it's, it's only one. It, I feel like it's one thing. It to definitely take away. made me anger. feel like I need to talk to my kids about that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I guess I don't know. Like a lot of people say, like um, when they t- watch stuff like this. They'd be like, well, who exactly is it made for? Because, you know, we know these things and we we have these conversations. Mm-hmm. And that's just like my mom, you know, I was talking to her about it. My mom is the type of person, she uh, binged it in one night, all four episodes. I don't know how she did that, but she was. T- we were talking about it. And she was like, you know, this is the things that we talk to you guys about because we're literally scared and terrified of stuff like this to happen. Yeah. So I don't know, like, I think something that I took from it also is just like the connection. Like I've been knowing about the Central Park Five for like years. Like my mom was very adamant about us knowing stuff like this, but I guess the connection that when I was watching this, that I connected it directly to Khalif Browder. Yeah. And it was really interesting because Khalif Browder is more recent. Like and the Zion. fact that it's literally, literally like the same thing. And it's crazy. The time frame between those two is what, maybe like 20, 25 years mm-hmm. gapped. And um, and it's literally the same thing. Just unfortunately, like the abuse and the mental, um, the mental abuse that Khalid Broder suffered, unfortunately, he couldn't surpass that. And he ended up committing suicide, rest in peace, rest in peace. to him. Okay. But um, when I was watching that, I don't know, like, I just, all of that was just making connections. And I just kept getting more angry because I'm like, if we're sitting here, we sitting here talking about the Central Park Five. And then we look at Khalif Broder's case. You know, these are the two, these are the two that I've heard. I'm just curious, why the hell aren't we investigating anything between these time periods and up to current date? Because in, in ain't no telling who's in Rikers Island, general. right? Ain't no, ain't no telling who's in Rikers Island for no damn reason and probably don't have the money or the tools, probably just taking that L, you know, that just got a, that just it happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time and just got a case. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's the shit that raises my eyebrow that I'm kind of like, I don't really know. Like, I feel like this shit should be investigated. 
personally because y'all y'all out here just snatching people up and giving them cases for no damn reason and that's not right i understand like somebody was raped somebody was assaulted yeah and that's, that's very true and fun. they need to get to the the case of that but when the shit's not lining up <laughs> You know, when your case is not lining up, you know, people are, stories are all over the place. There comes a point in time when you have to be like, all right, we got to reassess this. Yeah, know? we need to find real, but I think real perpetrator. She wanted so hard just to be right and to have them be the bad guys, like that she wasn't willing to fucking do anything else. Well, it kind of played. And even in this story, I think the most important. I feel like part, in this story, they never really said it, though. They never made it a race. But I think though, the most important part was that they were trying to put an immediate face to the case immediately yeah. to make get results because yeah. they were failing to get results. So they were finally like, well, we have these kids in the park, so we can easily pin it on them. No one cares about these kids. No one's going to come really investigating about it. So let's just get it done and over with so we can close it. Yeah, yeah, that's what how all them something. dudes that was beating them, them kids. But I really believe that she believed that they really freaking did it. Definitely. I mean, she clearly does. She still to this yeah. day is saying that they everybody are, else was they, just they doing did. it because that's the news that she gave them, like to make them, you know, admit to yeah. it. Can I can I pitch in something? Because yeah. I felt like um, yeah, I felt like Linda. She kind of degraded herself as a woman because. Here you are with these five boys. They don't have no evidence, no DNA on these boys. And her as a woman, rather than trying to figure out who the real rapist is, she was more so focused on locking up these African-American teens. So that's kind of degradable as a woman. Like, she should be ashamed of herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know who I else think it got to a off? point where it was too deep, though. <laughs> and she was just like, fuck it. You know, we wrong. We just going to ride out with this wrong, which is fucked up. But it's just like, damn, you know, you could have stopped this in the very beginning. Like, literally before it got that deep, shit wasn't adding up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It didn't take that damn sock of evidence for you to realize, oh, these aren't the boys. Like, you knew way back when, when the stories weren't even lining up. And the real rapist was still so, raping women. He was still out there. Still out here. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. If you would have caught him around that time when you were doing the most with these boys that didn't fucking commit this crime, you probably could have saved some other people. Mm, yep. Crazy. Really, honestly. That. But... Talk on it, King. <laughs> hey, I, I feel with X saying, that's exactly how I feel. Like, you wasted your time trying to prosecute these. You did prosecute these young black teens yeah. where there was other victims out here. So it's just like, what was she really doing? The like, prosecutor, what was her main too? She's, um, she's probably trying to get that promotion. The one, the prosecutor, yeah. the prosecutor was the one with the real short curly hair, right? Yes. Yeah. She pissed me off because I felt like the whole time she knew that it wasn't them, but she was just yeah. doing her fucking yeah. job, like literally. So. But I mean, that's the story of every attorney and lawyer, you know? You can't, like, honestly, you can't when you're, a lot of them say, like, when they approach somebody and they're fighting for their case, they never ask them whether you did it or not, because that's not their job. Their job is to defend you. This shit's fucked up. Which is fucked up, but it is it is what it is. So I think she was just doing her job, but it got to a point where it was like, wait a minute, like, you know, she was too deep in it, and she believed whatever story they were selling to her, and that was a fucking. She should have put two and two together when she was looking at those. Yeah, um, because she knew before she actually started doing the fucking trials. When she started the trials, that's when you know you up there fighting. You know she's giving like all of her shit to this like. She was going hard, so she, she had to actually believe to herself at some point too. 
what are you what are y'all's opinions on the parents? Mm, I was about to segue into that. The only Let's parents that. that really showed up was um Trons, right? No, no, no I think you well, okay, the dad um he showed up and then left with his mom that didn't speak uh English. And even if you don't speak English, uh I still don't understand why she left the fucking room. Never would I ever, yeah. but who else parents? Yusuf's mother actually Yusuf. came. She was the really the only one to me that did what was necessary. Oh, yeah. Because Tron's parents, Tron's mother, she reacted the way she did and ended up getting her ass kicked out. And that was the problem, number one. Mm-hmm. She should have adjusted herself if she knew that it was getting out of hand just so she could stay in that room yeah. not to leave her child. And then, <laughs> and then let's get into Corey. Corey Bro, that was the most fucked up one. His story is so, I know y'all ain't got that far yet, but his story is so fucked up to me because he went through this shit alone, like from the beginning to the end. And literally his, I'm, his I'm mom not going to do too much up, right? with the parents. His mother showed up, did. but she was very, like, the more y'all watch, y'all realize how trash she is. And I'm sorry, yeah. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but it, it, I really hold her to a fault of really just letting her son go. Like, she literally, there was more she could have did for him. And it was just so sad to see somebody literally at 16 going through this shit by himself. Like, literally, at one point, he his, he asked his mom for money, and she said, I ain't got it. And she's up here crying, telling him, I ain't got it. And he asked her, Ma, like, what can I do to help you out? And he's in jail. Talk about the judgment. Or he's in jail. Talk about the Bro, sibling so- he had. <laughs> Right, like, hey, don't give away I too much. I ain't trying to, yeah, I ain't trying to get too much out, but like, this is just a classic example of like, you at that point in time, you didn't have to tell your son, I ain't got it. I would, if even if I didn't have it, I would have lied. Right. I would have lied to my child right then and there, told him, I'm gonna work on it. I got you. You ain't got to worry about nothing because I don't want you to go. You already got enough shit to deal with on the inside, and then having to worry about me. Like that's that should be the least of your worries. You ain't got to worry yeah. about shit. I got you out here. Don't worry about me. But I just felt like on uh, as far as the parents, I feel like there was more that could have been done for your child. You know, we can't we can talk shit about this shitty ass justice system all we want. And it is it's trash as hell. But at the same time, you as a parent, you as a parent, you have to guard. You have to be that first line of defense for your kids because ain't nobody going to do that. Ain't nobody gonna look out for them, and they kids. They don't know no better. Mm-hmm. They were scared. That's the main thing I think. So it's just, it was really disappointing. That's the main thing I think that gets lost in this entire story. Like these are kids. People are like, hey, why would you admit to this? Why would they admit to that? It's like they're kids. They just wanted to scared. go home. They didn't know yeah. better. Their parents. I know, and they holding yeah. them to the standard. Like, literally, how was the fourteen year old was the youngest, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, literally they were just trying to get out of there and people are really holding them to like adult standards like okay well would you do it i'm like no but i'm a fucking adult <laughs> who knows what the right. fuck like i'm not i mean obviously i'm gonna be fucking scared but i wouldn't make no fucking decision like that hell no i ain't got no attorney with yeah. and then at them they didn't even know they didn't even know they rights and that's mm-hmm. the problem that is the problem yeah, nobody there read was so them. much so many fucked up things going on between them interrogating them without their guardian or parent, yeah. I don't know. If, that's wrong. That's a case. I don't in know itself. if y'all peeped the uh, small detail, but 
that uh when I think was it Yusuf's mom that walked in the room? Yeah, and he was signing the card. They mm-hmm. just finished with reading his Miranda rights. Oh. The Miranda rights are supposed to be mm-hmm. read before you're even arrested. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So he's already in holding. Yeah. Well, they're already in the interrogation and they're just now reading the Miranda rights. That's not right. It's I mean, I could, I could be wrong. I'm not a lawyer, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's ass backwards. I'm just saying that it all sounded like a case to me, but you know, nobody had the proper tools. Nobody was really, I mean, I grant, granted, it's just, you know, nobody has the money to really be investing like that. You, like, if I, if, if some shit were to happen to me right now, no, nah, I ain't got the funds to like, you know, make some shit happen, but I would have made a way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It would have definitely like, been it's just on like the, the lack. <laughs> exactly. The lack of, you know, but. I don't know. There's something else I wanted to ask y'all about in regards to this. And then I, you know, I really ain't got nothing else, but I was on Twitter the other day and somebody had posted this uh, tweet and they were talking about, I just don't have the, um, the mental to watch another um, story about black people um, and them being, I guess, brutalized due to racism by white antagonists. Like I'm good on that. And then, like, in the thread, there were, like, people that were literally saying, like, um, I don't understand, like, why do we, why did this movie even need to be made? This is clearly uh, playing on Black trauma and this and that. Like, protect your your mind state the and your mentality. The story needs to be told. Yeah. Yeah, I and I wanted to know how y'all felt about that. Because there's, the there's a whole generation of kids that probably never even heard about Central Park 5. Right. Yeah. I mean, I personally how I felt, I it was kind of triggering to me, and it was kind of weird. It should be taught. Like, I was just like, books, I think it should be a part of it. Be, but we already know how that go when it comes to the school system. <laughs> Never like, um, history books. That ain't gonna happen. But I feel like I don't know. It was really mad weird and triggering to me because I was like, how the hell? Why the hell are we talking down on our stories being made? Like I said, I've always attested to this. If we don't tell our own narratives, who the hell will? Literally. So, yeah, I was just confused why. And this is black people, you know, speaking black people literally openly talking about this. And I understand, like, not everybody has the mental state to deal with it right now. Just like um, when Surviving R. Kelly came out. I know people that didn't want to watch that because it was triggering for them, you know, and I understand that. But nobody ever was like, this shouldn't be made because of this and that. You know what I'm saying? Like, people were like, I understand why it's made. I'm glad that it's made. But for me, I just can't. I can't go there with yeah. that right now. And that makes a lot more sense than you saying that this shouldn't be made, especially when it was a black woman that's making this story and putting this story out there. And then another question I had to pose is what about the boys? What about these grown ass men that wanted their story being told? What about them? They're, um, yeah. What about how they're doing, dealing with this? What about the support that we should be giving them? You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just like, it's very wayward thinking. And especially when we're living in the age where people believe, actually in their whole hearts, believe that the Holocaust is a myth and global warming. Oh, God. <laughs> we, need, we need to be telling our stories because the history books damn sure ain't going to do it. And leave it up to the rest of the world. You know, they'll be out here saying that Black Americans and um, people of color in general are just angry. Say what you want. So, <laughs> yeah, like we just need to be telling our stories, bro. And I just felt like that was really weird. Really weird. I mean, man. okay, but at the same time, you feel the same way about uh 
the the violent videos being put out of like the offices and shit like that. Yeah, but like I said though, and I said this, I was like, I don't have an issue because I understand that some people need to see that to believe that they're happening. Me personally, I don't. And that's me acknowledging why they're there and the purpose of them in doing that. Not me saying these videos shouldn't be made. They shouldn't be, uh, you know, this is just blah, 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 blah. Like, I wouldn't say that because I understand. But me personally, from my own mental state, I'm not going to do that because I don't need to see someone's last moments to believe that police is really out here killing niggas. Like, I don't need to do that. But <laughs> It's happening I, all around us. Exactly. But I would never disregard that that experience or somebody's opportunity because some people need to see that. Just like these narratives need to be told. Well, I don't know. It's just really weird. I think it kind of perfectly segues into what I think I would like to talk about next. And that's kind of about the whole, let's get into the whole Jay-Z Nas debate. Um, mm-hmm. I guess we're not. Let's not even start that. Let's start just with congratulations to Hope for being the first hip-hop billionaire. Yes. And I love sure. how he's Congrats. positioned himself later on in his career to, you know, become the symbol. You know, he has the, the platform and he's now, like, you know, helping out Meek, mm-hmm. helping in these all these other cases, helping people out of their shitty ass, like, sports contracts, small shit, donating to charities. Yeah, without, he's definitely know, giving back a lot. And like, I mean, I'm really, I'm, I was honestly shocked, like, genuinely shocked. But, I mean, it wasn't, like, some, like, on some hate shit, because I, Y'all already know I think he's dope, but it, I was just genuinely shocked because I really thought it would be Diddy. First. Well, yeah, but he doesn't. <laughs> doesn't he take a pretty big cut? Like, what do you mean? I was um watching something earlier. I can't remember uh, the thing, but they said that it would have been Diddy. But something that he does, he only gets a portion of it. I can remember. I can't remember what though. Well, thanks. Oh, wow. Uh, no problem. Right. B. <laughs> no, I thought I thought it would be him, but no lie, I was happy as hell. Like I kind of felt like, you know, I felt like I won in a sense because you know Jay Z is one of my favorite rappers. You know, so it's just good to see him up there because it's somebody that I really, really do respect, like wholeheartedly. So I'm just so proud just to see him put on and to get that achievement, really, because I feel like he deserves it. Now, a lot of people can say, oh, well, you know, he did this and he did that. And what about Rockefeller? And what about how he handled the situation with, um, what's the dude that used to date Aaliyah? What's his name? Um, Dame, Dame. Dame Dash, yeah. And a lot of people talk about that. And I'm not going to sit up here and act like uh, Jay-Z is squeaky clean in any type of situation because nobody really is. But... I mean, at the end of the day, like watching him hustle and come from where he started to here, that's respectable. And I can't, I ain't gonna, I ain't never gonna be mad at seeing a black man get paid. So now I want to see like, what do you think his next move would be? Because at this point, I feel like he needs, I don't, I don't feel, I I ain't want to tell somebody how to spend their money. Mm -hmm. But I'm just trying to envision like, what, what could he possibly do next? He done did the liquor thing. I heard rumors of him possibly selling, um, was it uh, Rock Nation? Possibly not Rock Nation. Title. Mm-hmm. He's gonna sell Title. I've been. I still heard. Um, that's unfortunate. But then I heard uh, other rumors saying he might not sell it because you know that's the only like you know black owned you know streaming. Yeah, streaming. And it, it does provide a lot of content that you can't see elsewhere that is beneficial to you know the black community. 
and just minority community in general, not just black people, because it's the world's bigger than just we're not the only ones experiencing things. It's <laughs> also, you know, our Spanish friends as well and uh Caribbean, you know. You know what I mean. <laughs> goddamn. I feel like, I mean, he's kind of already doing this, but I feel like he uh, should get more into the film industry because lately what Jay-Z has been producing, I've literally loved every bit of it. Like the Khalif Broder story, and I know we were talking about when, you, when they see us, being intense. The Khalif Broder story is really yeah. intense. I'm not even going to lie. It's no fucking joke. That one, and it's actual. It's not actors. This is real, an account of Khalif Broder. And it it literally was the best one. I watched that one right after I watched 13th, which is a really good documentary by Ava DuVernay. I think it came on but, around um, the same time that Trayvon documentary dropped, too. Yeah, and he did yep. that one, too. So, I mean, I feel like his producing... The shit he's been producing is just yeah. like really, to me, unmatched. And I think he should continue and really create like a um, distributing company where he's distributing these movies and these stories and giving people the opportunity to tell these stories, be it if it's an independent filmmaker or up and coming creatives like myself. I think that he should Yo, definitely do that. That was the know? X plug. He told you to put them on. And <laughs> you know, hey, it is what it is. But if you you ever got it, come homie. across this, you know, just hit me up. You know what you need me to make, I got you, bro. Anything. <laughs> so with that, but that's just my uh, with that talk happening. Who you guys think will be possibly the next hip hop billionaire? Do y'all think it's Diddy? Do y'all think it's somebody <clears throat> Drake? Um, no, somebody like that. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I can only imagine that Beyonce's right behind him. Yeah, I mean, actually, Rihanna. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. Rihanna's coming up there. She just got a cover. She surpassed. Oh, yeah, she surpassed Beyonce. Yeah, she surprised. She surpassed B. I think honestly, as far as hip hop, I think it may be Diddy. I don't. I don't see any other rappers because ain't no other rappers really that I'm thinking about. I mean, really yeah. making any boss moves like that. Diddy. I feel like Diddy at this point he's gonna put in the work because him and I think him and. Uh, Jay-Z, they're really close, like, and as of late, they've been really close and supporting each other, and I think, he, if anything, he'll be inspired, because, you know, both of their empires were growing at the same time, so why not, you know, put that work in to get yeah. there, unless he don't care, <laughs> I mean, I feel it too, but, you know, I would, I'd be like, shit, why not, you know, we open the door and we in there, okay. all of us. I feel like Kendrick would be up there, too, Kendrick gets a lot of money. Mm, you know, I don't sure. What's his network? But he's not he ain't really got no real, real um, business deals except for TDE, right? Pretty much. I don't know, I don't know what else, else he do. he's doing. He had that thing with Nike for a little with the Cortezes, I think. Kendrick earning is fifty eight million right now. Looking at this list is Jay Diddy, then it's Kendrick. That makes Wait, sense. Wait, where? What list? Forty two. Forty two. Yeah, I need that. Got you. I need that no black problem. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know though. Like, that's a good question as far as billionaire. I know, like, as far as a female singer, I think it's gonna be Rihanna. It makes more sense with the business moves that she's doing. Like, she's literally making all these business. Strides. I don't know. If I want that? But Beyonce is gonna be trailing too. Yeah. I don't know if I want her album anymore. Ooh. Really? Yeah. I do. Because how do we know? Yeah, I'll give it a play. I'm gonna play, of course, but I don't know. I don't know. Will she be really be? Will it be quality? Does he really focused on that? Because she got so much stuff going on. I'd rather her, you know, wait till it's a time where there's not as much going on. I don't think it's ever gonna die down though with her business. But I think 
I would hope that Rihanna wouldn't forget her her first business endeavor, and that's her music. I would hope. You know, I mean, it is what it is. She's always been creative. I mean, I thought Anti was extremely slept on of an album, but and I felt like it was different too. It had a very different urban industrial sound, but um, I hope she wouldn't forget about it. So I have faith that she'll do what she needs to do. It's been a minute though. Who knows? Okay, I'm looking at. It's been this list you sent me. So that's just saying people who earned the most of that year. I don't think they're talking about, you know, in total. Because you, you still know, 2019 ain't over yet. So it got to come out in 2020. Well, you know, Dr. Dre had a, a 360 deal with the with the Apple and the Beats and everything. A lot of people don't know that. But you got to look into yeah. that. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Where is Dre at right now, though? I mean, I Man. know he sold beats, which I felt like was a fucking yeah. I felt like that was because he was like, supposed to be the one. I mean, I, he was supposed to be, yeah. You were the but one. That deal kind of put him back. That that deal put him back a little bit. Yeah, he should have kept beats, bro. I mean, because it wasn't like that brand was even like tanking. He was still making money. I mean, beats sells itself because they're trash ass headphones. <laughs> Sorry, it is what it is. We've had this conversation before. Well, I would, but I'm just saying, I would definitely pick bowls over beats. Definitely, sound quality. You know, that's what it's all about. But they're trash. But right. I mean, people pay for the, uh, they pay for the brand and the look, the style, the style. You know, it's yeah. a style. Yeah, it fits right in with Apple's mold. Yeah, because Apple really. All right, don't. don't, don't. <laughs> He just paying for the name. All day, honestly. He, this is how he really feels. Did y'all see, <laughs> did y'all see the uh, Apple debut their new Mac? Oh, yeah. I do not. I saw that iTunes is going to be a thing of the past, which is kind of... But yeah. it's I mean, the same long thing. Time. The no only point. difference is, is that you can't buy music anymore. It's streaming. Well, maybe oh, wow. there'll be a buy option with Apple Music. I didn't really look too much into it. Maybe, yeah. I didn't look into it, but I just saw that iTunes was a thing in the past. And I, I don't use it anymore. They so. still have, it's literally called Apple Music, the new thing. Can we get a refund? It's the same. Can I, damn, maybe. Right, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. With the shit that I didn't bought already, right. can we fucking get a refund? <laughs> if that's the case, if we're just going to be paying for our membership. Exactly. Nah, I don't know. I Apple Music, they're trying, to, they're trying to stay um, iconic and, you know, revolutionize things. Who, Apple? I think yeah. they're on the decline, to be honest. Maybe. They're running out of ideas. I mean, that may be true, but I'll behind. never have a joy phone. Because I was excited <laughs> for the Apple, you know, the Apple thing, that, the Apple TV thing they had coming, and then Disney came, and I was like, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I was never excited about that. I didn't understand why they even announced wow. it, the Apple TV Plus thing. The Apple streaming service yeah. that they were trying to do. I was Apple, like, I just, why? I just wanted to let. Uh, that's just X talking. I don't. His views don't reflect mine. I mean, but I think yeah, they're trying to do their own movies. shows. That's why. I mean, they're trying I, I to do like that. Netflix I mean, original type shit. Yeah, they're trying to make their own. Shows. Gonna, I mean, obviously, I but I don't know. It's too many hard hitters. Yeah, because it's like, how much here? y'all gonna you know charge for this? Because let me, we got a lot of other. Because DC, <laughs> DC tried. DC is trying to do their own thing, and they're struggling. And with, why is everybody trying to do their own shit? Exactly, trying to do the shit. It's yeah, money there. Like Netflix, Netflix people the really thing. looked at Have Netflix their, their and words, was like, "Wow, how much money they made!" Yeah, yeah. Netflix really kind of changed the game. Like Netflix, they're iconic. 
simply mm-hmm. because they changed the game. They put everybody onto this streaming thing if we're gonna be it's honest. Gonna be so sad. Like they oh. did that. But I remember they started with uh the fucking uh vending the, machines. The tapes, the DVDs. <laughs> the, they the had the DVDs machines. first where you I and I and go back with Netflix because I have one of those. They you started never off with Netflix? Like, my little they started off with the mailing. Yeah, the mail. Yeah, it started off with yeah. the it started off with the mailing thing. Like you would go online and you would yeah, you put your queue oh, yeah, yeah. in your queue, and they Didn't would they mail it like to you, and then you'd have to mail it back. No. They added it. No. I never used that. I never. They did have they games did at one point, but I never used it. I never used it. I only used it for movies because I wanted to. Like, I use GameFly. Like, my favorite, you like. Um, yeah, that shit was dope. Oh God, X and that really <laughs> showing their age right now. Yeah, they have games. All right, they're old. Nah, I mean it goes back, man. I've had Netflix for a really long time. It's crazy when I'm thinking about it. Like, damn, damn, nigga, you just thought it was old. That's not not at all. You just said it. What? I didn't say it was old. Because you're definitely not old. You young as fuck. Whatever. Just smarter. That's all. All right. So what? What makes you? What makes an icon to you guys? Like, what makes something iconic to you? Doing something differently. I think this is a, I think this is an interesting conversation because when I think about that, I mean, I think about um, that conversation recently with Dionne Warwick and she said that she doesn't feel like Beyonce is mm. iconic, which I thought was interesting. But, you know, mm. when we're talking about icons and legends like Jay-Z, I was asking somebody else that too. Like, what, I mean, what really make, what would you consider an icon? And I think for me, it's not so much as like the time. It's more about like your um, your portfolio, meaning like what you have on your record and what did it do? Like what waves did it make? What did it did it revolutionize? Yeah, did things? it make a like big when impact? We were talking about yeah, when we we're talking about like Netflix and how they changed the game, it's yeah, iconic. Yeah. You know, when we're talking about um, iTunes and how they changed the game and buying you know the digital music. You know, stuff like that, like revolutionizing. You got to go so look at like too. T- yeah, well, I mean, I just feel like when you, when we're talking about things like that, that's what I feel like creates an icon. Like, what did you do to elevate the material and elevate the, I guess, the category or genre that you are? Do you in? think other icons can outshadow others? Like, I feel like icons can be objective. Like, yeah. well, just because one person sees something as iconic. Well, maybe... yeah, because it's it's gonna be different for everybody. Because what what impacts well, me is not gonna impact somebody else the same thing, the same way. But we all can agree that Michael Jackson is iconic, right? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Right. Like we all can we can all see like somebody that's just like, oh, this you're iconic. And I was uh, telling my mom this. I was like, Michael Jackson was iconic well before. Yeah. He died. We knew that. We knew that he was like, every time he put something out, it was just like, damn, like you just keep changing the game. Like you just keep doing something different. And it's, and it's timeless music at that too, where his music doesn't age. I feel like his music Some people age don't feel I mean, like Michael Jackson is that great. That's interesting. But are you some people? What? <laughs> are Uh-oh. you some people? <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Let's talk about it. I'm not. Yeah, I want to know why. Okay, can you guys relax? Don't attack me. We're not. We're not. Um, we. I'm not gonna say I'm one of those people that I definitely have like Michael Jackson music in my phone. I definitely do not have any Michael Jackson in my phone. 
But when I do hear songs, of course, you know, I sing along. But I'm not one of those people like, oh, I need to hear some Mike right now. I feel it. I mean, I, I, I guess. But his mark on the culture, obviously, is, I feel it. So. It's just certain things, like I said, like, I was, I don't know what I was saying to my mom. I think I said something like, we can't deny certain moments. Like, Michael Jackson really revolutionary the mu- the music video industry and being um you know the first black person's music video aired on mtv shit like that you know what i'm saying like you can't deny like historic moments yeah. like that that kind of revolutionizes things like it changes the game it sets the bar like who's gonna surpass that bar you know what i'm saying and i think uh when we're talking about like hip-hop that's a different thing though when you're talking about legends and hip-hop though I don't know, like, th- that could be changing. But when we're talking about, like, and just in the industry in general and the conversation with Beyonce and whether she's iconic, I would feel like I feel she like is Beyonce iconic. is very fucking iconic. Why? And that's, Because she's been amazing yeah, since day one. How do you know? <laughs> she grew up with her. She grew. She, grew. Were you old she enough definitely for that? grew. I disagree. She definitely grew, <laughs> but... <laughs> Whatever, Beyonce. I would say that too. I'm How do you know? I disagree to. I disagree to a certain extent. I feel like her I do personality. Agree that Beyonce is like. I would say when she iconic. first started, her personality and her look outshadowed her actual talent. She had to build that over time. No, I'm no, she grew in all aspects. In all yeah. aspects, she, she started. I don't feel like she wasn't the strongest singer. Everyone got now. a fucking start, my nigga. Whoa! Wait, what? Yeah. Hold on, wait. What, say, what did he say? He, he said she, she wasn't the strongest was not singer, the strongest singer uh, in Destiny's Trap. I don't know about that one. Huh? I mean, I've heard this well, okay. over and over. Mm, well, yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of, well, I don't know. Because I think Kelly is the best mm. singer in, uh, in Destiny's Shop, to be honest. Because I, I registered. Michelle. She has a... Get out of here. <laughs> 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 the door. <laughs> the door. Nah, but I don't know. I mean... I, I wouldn't necessarily say that Beyonce to me hit the mark every time because I feel like I feel like honestly everything pre Beyonce self titled album was very commercial pop and I understand people have to do what they got to do to break into the industry she had to get into those you know the white corporates pockets to where they really started loving Beyonce for Beyonce to really mm-hmm. be the artist that she wanted to be for me personally when Beyonce dropped her self title and changed the game unannounced. Oh she yeah, that no shit. I still game. remember that shit. Change the game. I don't think Beyonce was Who was the one? Who was the one that changed the game though to do it? Because it wasn't nobody prior to her. That's for sure. I don't remember anybody that had a surprise release as effective as she did, and that, and then made it trendy to do it. Because now everybody's doing it. Facts. I'll come back anybody. to that. <laughs> you. <can't, laughs> I really, I'm just saying, bro. I don't know anybody. No. That, that did it when I'm thinking about it. It's like, damn, you know? So moments like that. But like I said, I do think that she was very commercial. And I like the Beyonce pre-self-title or post-self-title because that's more of like a real, like I feel like that's when she was like a real artist and taking chances, you know, and not doing the necessarily commercial thing, but actually creating bodies of work, you know? So everything that she's done post that self-titled and that surprise release has been iconic. You know, you got that. You have the Super Bowl. You have her VMA performances. Then you got uh, Coachella. Then you got Lemonade. 
Then you got the Super Bowl again where she, you know, saluted the Black Panthers and pissed a whole bunch of racist ass yeah. white people off. Like she just she's been doing things consistently too. And then she got the Lion King coming up. So yeah, that's like that's gonna be huge. Consistently, like not missing, and that's what it is about. And I think it's kind of weird because she's thirty-seven years old, still setting bars, and these other thirty-seven is not old. Doing, I mean, <laughs> I'm talking about when, like, as far as like your prime, like you know, these younger artists out here that are like in their twenties, in their prime. You know what I'm saying? She got whole ass three children, just had twins. She has a whole family that she should be dedicating her time to, and she's still breaking barriers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, there's nobody yeah. else out there really doing it. We're talking about, and you know, in her, and that's in her lane as far as making this, creating the same type of music. So, who do you think is nobody's making waves? Like, so that. you don't think Beyonce is her own lane? There's no one in her path. She has no competition. As of now, I because I feel like I don't even put Beyonce with anybody okay. else because it's yeah. like I know Beyonce that's don't fair. do her thing. I think I'm it's gonna like, go as far as saying I feel like that's unfair. She's probably one of those. Still, I guess. Well, I guess uh, R&B is dead. That's how I feel. I don't feel like R&B is honestly a genre at this point because I don't feel like really no one, no one huge, makes real R&B music anymore. I feel like it's more pop than anything else. Yeah. I no mean, but it's it's I feel like it has been on pause for a minute. <laughs> but you like, know, what's the last up? great R&B album you've heard? Ain't no more Her. singing in the rain, man. You know that. Her is Ain't really, no yeah. Her. But will she fall definitely. under R and B? Yep. I definitely. Mm-hmm. You don't think she would fall under soul. soul? I mean, nowadays they kind of rank soul and R and B together. Hmm. If you look, go and look in your iTunes and look at iTunes R&B is dead. Album, it's gonna say R and B slash. It still works. It still works. Like, still use but, it. Yeah, look at it. It's it's gonna say R and B slash soul. So they kinda like wrap that all in together. But I mean we're talking about like I mean R and B and soul definitely had a different sound in the nineties. <laughs> Bryson but, Tiller. Like, nowadays it's like Bryson Tiller. <laughs> had to throw it I don't know. Do y'all consider like black or six black a singer? Who? I don't know if I do. A singer? Um, black. black. Um I don't know. He kinda be singing. A lot of people be doing that shit now. Stop be talking about. You think he could sing? I'd be like, uh, he like talking and just holding notes out. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't really know. Prolonging that. Huh? But I don't know. As far as like R and B, that's a real good question it's though. Dead. Like, what is transforming to? It's dead. Tiana Taylor. Sometimes the weekend. That's not even R and B. The weekend, I wouldn't necessarily consider him uh, R&B because he's very pop, very pop nowadays. Damn, what is R&B? Uh, just to let you know, X Soul is with Funk on a uh, Apple Music. R&B still has its own genre. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Channel Orange, hold on. Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. But Frank o- Frank Ocean is real alternative to me. He's one of those artists that I was talking about, like. Talented creator that not everybody's gonna get, not everybody's gonna like his stuff. So exactly. he's very alternative, yeah. just like Solange. Mm-hmm. Okay, it says R and B and so on. Mine. Oh, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Well, I'm on the. I'm, I'm pretty on sure. Apple Music. Nah, you can't have a... So you just yelled at me about iTunes and then you went to Apple Music. I did not. Nat has iPhone about anything. 
<laughs> iPhone 3. She's on the, definitely what is it, the iOS 5? Yeah, definitely. The iOS 5. <laughs> she look at more of these unknown artists. I don't see just R&B. Where is that at? Yeah, see, Khalid's album is ranked as R&B slash soul. Soul, yeah. This dude named Clay, R&B slash soul. Who else Clay? Trey Songz. Uh, it's different on mine. John Legend, R&B slash soul. <laughs> oh, yeah, she right. Sure R&B. Settings, settings. Something looks wrong. Trey Songz, R&B slash soul. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think Trey Songz is R&B artist. Can All right, let's have this debate. Trey Songz or Chris Brown? Chris, Chris Brown. Brown. Come on, yeah. now. What? That's no comparison. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the? Not much of a debate there. Okay. <laughs> Do you feel like Trey Song? No. Okay. I just wanted to try to create something, but you guys <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah, that was a fail. We all agree. There was nothing to create there. <laughs> My bad, guys. On, bro. Failed you. <laughs> How do you guys feel about Cardi's new single? I'll start first. Mm. I'm not really feeling it. Next, yeah. never heard it. <laughs> Nobody. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I never heard it. Yeah, never heard it. Okay. I wasn't interested. Period. Oh. Yeah, period. <laughs> I really wasn't interested. But you know something else though. Oh. Um. Since we're talking about Cardi, how do y'all feel? Uh oh. Let me get into this. Here we go. The, um, how do y'all feel about this uh, City Girls thing? What about? And everybody's kind of talking about it on Twitter. Well, City Girl, other ones um, in jail. Yeah, you know she's locked the fuck up for doing some fraud ass shit. But I'm dead. I'm talking about as far as the um, what was it? You know, little guy and the writing and uh, welcome back, man. Thanks. I don't know what happened. But no, uh, I was going to ignore it. <laughs> but, <laughs> wow. right? But, uh, no, not just. But as far as like the um, little Yachty thing, you know, um, and him writing for them. And then I guess, what was the one? I think it was like Asian Brat Doll, whatever. I don't even know. They got a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. But she was saying, she had shouted out Megan Thee Stallion. She was like, hey, you know, I'm just glad me and my girl, we write our own stuff and this and that. And then I guess uh, Young Miami is her name. She had got press and was like, you know, some of y'all need ghostwriters out here. Like, I don't know why y'all are even worried about it anyway. Yada, yada, yada. How do you feel about that? And people. Mm-hmm. Me? Yes. You? Um, well, I mean, y'all already know how I feel about that. Because <clears throat> I feel like. <sighs> here we go. I feel like. Um, uh-huh. Go ahead. What? It's Let wet. Go. It's wet. That's just, it that's, what if you feel like period. you're just like you know not you you just can't I guess express yourself the way you want to express yourself so you call someone in to help you you know really try to like get that feeling that that's not how it went you, down, you shouldn't though. be rapping excuse me that's not how it went down though. but I feel like you don't some know people that. are just like literally nowadays Actually, in the music industry you literally just have performers that's what they are the real artists are the people who are writing. So do you feel shit. like it should be separated there should be like a separate genre i know i feel like that <laughs> I, I don't know because it's a performance I feel, like, I feel like the beauty of hip-hop and rap all of that because it's all in the same genre 
I feel like the beauty of it and what made people talented was the fact that you here we go we have this person that is actually a poet but they could put this with a beat you know what yeah. I'm saying and they can make it sound good and trendy and I can feel what they're feeling and they can express themselves through their music that's the difference I personally you know? feel like hip-hop and rap should be separated well what's the difference in it though? I feel yeah. like your rap should be more so your like your Kendricks your J. Cole's uh people of that echelon and your hip hop should be more your Migos, your Cardi B's, your 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 Ooh, city girl. girls. <laughs> Actually, I well, would they classify it. themselves as rap. Like I would, yeah, I would reverse it, like hip hop, because hip hop is an old term. Yeah, definitely. and those are for more of the people that are actually that actually care about the genre okay. and care about the music that they're putting out. And that's my issue too with like. Young Miami or whatever, and Cardi B, because Cardi B added her two cents, and I don't know what the fuck she all right, opens her mouth right. all the time. <laughs> but no, keep going. She, you know, young Young Miami. You know, nobody was even addressing her. You know, nobody was even talking to her. You know, oh girl, shouted out Megan Thee Stallion and was talking about I'm proud that we right now on shit and sh- stuff like that. Well, that but you know what they the say about that. That, that but you, you know weird. what they say about a person though. When you when the shoe fits, mm-hmm. and especially if it's something that you're in, you're insecure about, so, or you so gonna just show coincidentally it. Mm-hmm. the video with her and uh, a y- uh, lot Yachty, and then all of a sudden people talking about you know I'm glad we write our own. I don't see an issue in that. Like if I write my own shit, I can be proud of it. Megan right. Stallion talks about it all the time. Yeah, and I could talk about being proud of writing my own shit, and the fact that you're insecure in your career because you know you know the deal. Don't come and project that on me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. I just feel like You're that not was like, sorry. Right. That was weird. Is mad Drake whack proud of too. It was mad whack. What? <laughs> is, Drake, is Drake proud of mm. himself? Right. His Drake is music? quiet. Drake is quiet right now because he is worried Pusha T is about to come back with some new fire. Drake is quiet. <laughs> I'm sorry, Drake. Real quiet. Don't write a diss oh, song. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. a podcast guy. He can't. He can't handle <laughs> just a diss track. I think finals, Drake bro. right. That's how I'm gonna say. I'm gonna leave it there. This is an OBO podcast. I feel like I feel like Drake at one point he did right but it kind of brings up the question like what did you write when that whole shit came out that's what that was my issue with Drake it was like well damn bro if you really ain't writing no shit then what it did was you never write? proved or is this just a thing or is this just like for this era or whatever but now it's just like I don't know like you're I just threw everything out and when I listen to Drake it's just more for it ain't like I'm really taking him seriously which is sad that's that's a that's a a note against his career. I mean, everything that he released, yeah. When everything that he released is just going to be like, all right, I ain't taking this seriously. It's not that deep. Who if wrote we it? ever have a running on who's a good, who's a good rapper or not, I ain't going to, Drake ain't going to be in my mouth. <sighs> that's just period. So, Man, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like it's all black. these views it's are not And the people that are making, that. Up <laughs> making excuses, what'd you say about views? Said. <laughs> All the views that are shared on this podcast are not shared. I just want to reiterate that. That's fine, you know. That's that's the magic. That's why we're here, but, right? <laughs> to talk about. I just it. say I, I think it's whack. But honestly, but honestly, if you think about it, if you don't write your own shit, you're just rapping or singing somebody else's words. All you're doing is performing. You're not creating any. You're not creating anything. You're just taking right. somebody else's work. It's damn near like an actor. 
but mm. we can't even use that. We can't use that analogy. But for real, they like damn near like an actor because actors they get their scripts and they perform. But we can't use that mm. analogy with mm. a singer. A, though. Mm. a singer is actually expressing. They're actually showing their talent, and what you could do with your register—that's a talent. I'm not, not everybody I'm not can do downing. That. I'm not speaking down on fucking actors. I'm just saying that's what. No, 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 no. You said what you said. Okay, shut the fuck up. Oh, I don't. I personally don't agree with that statement though, because I know a lot of people. When you bring up this conversation, they were like, "Well, what's the difference in that and singers?" Because singers do the same thing and they don't really write. But like I said, it's a talent to sing. What you could do with your register, yes. with your voice, the octaves and shit like that. That's a talent. By somebody writing me a song, telling me how to write it, and me going in the in the studio and rapping that and just reacting what they told me to do. That's not really no talent involved. That's not But the there's definitely but just like with it's, rappers, it's definitely a talent to do both. To write your own shit and perform your own shit. Yeah, to have stage presence, which Young Miami does not even have. Now, Cardi B, we could have that conversation with her because she's had clearly experience on the stage, preferably the pole, which I ain't shaming nobody. Oh, you just had to throw but that she in has, there. she has it her experience. So, yeah, she's going to have that stage presence, you know. But Young Miami ain't got no stage presence. She barely can stay on beat. I mean, it is what it is, you know, on that note. Hey, she just started, I, just, I don't though. feel like going Everybody in got a starting You know, it place. is what it is. Jesus. Everybody got a starting place. I just feel like she's out of line and it's whack as fuck. And I, I feel like that city girl, it's like a, that music like whack like 10 times. <laughs> yeah, it's whack. This shit really it's whack, whack. him. It is. I just, that music video was whack as hell. Wait, I mean, wait, kudos wait. For, wait, uh, <laughs> Act oh, up. okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I felt like that shit was whack. Yeah, I, it was my I mean, it is what it is. I, and I just kind of wish that Cardi B would shut the fuck oh, up. Well, I'm she sorry. supports her. She, she does supports support her, so she's back in the girl like and ain't nothing wrong with that. She supports her, but at the same time, it also comes off as Cardi's press, too, because she knows damn well she don't write her shit either. So here she go. Cardi B is <sighs> always hurt. Her feelings hurt. Lord. Here she goes. She got to get on her live and let us know that her feelings is You are irritating bear right now. <laughs> Here she go. Her feelings is hurt. You know, she should, be, she should be promoting her damn single. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, let's direct your energy to well, your single. I feel single. like it's a dated single. She, pre- like, previewed that, like, forever ago. What? Mm. I wouldn't know, you know. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I was like, oh, she dropped something new. Okay, I'm not interested. So Damn, eh? like, it like, like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was literally straight like that. Like y'all put that in the group chat, and I was just like, oh, <laughs> I was like, okay. And I literally moved on. Like I really wasn't even like pressed to listen to it. Like I listened to her joint with Bruno Mars, even though I feel like that's a whole other separate conversation. I listened to that, but. Um, I didn't even feel like I didn't really have the interest to listen to Cardi B's lackluster ass, Ooh, um, you know, no substance ass oh, um, bars. If we're even gonna call them bars, oh. head ass song. Shit. Sorry, you, I'm sorry for all the fans out there too. Really y'all listening, if y'all are, because <laughs> I know there's somebody specifically that I work with that is a Cardi B fan, and I know they're going to listen to this, and hey, it is what it is. I hope they put shit in the bag and put it on your desk. Everybody it's fine. You know, I will, uh, opinions, I will return it back to them with a sticky note that just says, broaden, broaden your uh, musical palette. You know, broaden <laughs> that up. <laughs> Damn. Cleanse that palette of yours, you know? That's all I'm saying. Well, We can listen to tribe music, but Cardi's just enough. Come on. <laughs> 
Bear, you got right, one. I'm gonna let you. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not saying nothing else. That's it. That's. I mean, that's my entire spill of Cardi B. Me talking about Cardi B on this show. I'm done. I'm not gonna talk about it no more. That's that. We we could go back and forth all day, but it's you feel one way, I feel another way. It's it's. Fun. <laughs> um, just like you feel like quality control is better than Young Money, which is wild. They wild. Way out. more success. <laughs> What are you saying? What do you mean? I literally what are you said saying, it, bro. What are you saying? Their Way artists have had more success than Way more they're in the success? era of social media. It's different. Are we talking about the big three? Just their whole, their we, whole lineup really is better that? than Young Money's whole lineup. Are we, what are we talking about? Because if we're talking about bars, no, it's not. I'm not talking about fucking. I put little twist. I'll put little twist against the Migos. Little twist. What about little twist? I'll put little twists against the Migo. Any we're day. not talking Uh-oh. about bar for bar. We can't do that. That's we're not. What are we talking we're, about? We're then? not. What is it? What are we talking about? Because now I feel like you're 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 drawing gray lines. Like it's blurred lines. I, I, like I you're only considering great. one factor. I think they're pretty, what's, pretty, No, you're only considering one thing that makes them great. I'm just saying you want to ignore the bars, them, but that's the selling the of their albums. And at, overall, their artists, their lineup that they have over there, they've sold more. Than the uh, lineup that Young Money had in their prime. First of their all, you can't even you can't even uh, you can't even uh, use that analogy because technically Young Money has sold more records than um, Quality Control combined because Quality Control came in the era of streaming music. People don't really buy music like that anymore. So Young Money they sold more units. Nicki Minaj and Drake alone sold but we're more not talking units about than they asked. I'm I mean, what are we talking about? Like I said, these blurred lines, bro. Their lineup the in general. Lines. Yeah, y'all lost me. <laughs> I'm lost too. Shit, I'm trying to figure out the line. It's, it's it's fine. I don't know what y'all arguing about anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know that's not even a that's not even a conversation. Not, I'm sorry, not, I brought up some extra shit. You know? the, yeah, what, my point that. is that Young Money had only three artists <laughs> experience success versus Quality Control, where most their 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 roster has seen some type of energy. Um, but if we're talking that's about from, like Bad Baby, I think she's on there too. Down the fucking Cardi, they got they we're got Riyadi, they got they have. To, look at the fucking house. If we're talking about revenue and success, for real, for real though, mm. there's like, only three I, people I, in I Young Money that have experienced that. Versus like five. What does that have to do with Young? If we're talking about Young Money, that is still a that's a dub on them, bro. Like period. There's no like. You can't well, have like three of the I would never compare quality in hip hop history. And is that their fault? Didn't they didn't start off that way. They didn't start off. How they way. didn't start off that way? They had Nicki and Drake in their prime, and Wayne was already at his prime too. So we talking about that was not that was not their damn prime. That was when they were starting. Stop, bro. You already know they started off. Drake signed them off mixtape years. That's when So Far Gone popped off. It was that was before the Young Money. That wasn't even Drake's prime. You don't think that's Drake's prime? Hell no. Take care was Drake's prime, bro. Come on. Come on. Are you okay? Does anybody disagree with me on that? I'm nah, am I tripping? I still listen to Take Care to this day. To this day. Yeah, I agree with you. Nah, yeah, buddy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, bro. But you know, we can move on from that. It's not. I mean, we're pretty much towards the end. Very said he's done with you, eh? 
<laughs> I'm just saying, you know. I just First party than Drake. Just... He's yeah. We're not, not, we're not doing this. <laughs> he ain't even on Drake's side right now. That's the shocking part. He's he's uh taking up for these uh factory built ass uh rappers out here. I'm just saying, you gotta give credit to their marketing team. I I can do that. Y'all already know. I give. I feel no, like you don't. You shit on people. Best team. Shit on I literally control, said like, when we had the, 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> when we had that conversation. We've had plenty of conversations off the record. Well, we, this is on I the said, right. We got to get. Well, yeah, and I okay. Well, what I referenced back then, I bring that to here. I said, you know, when Cardi won her Grammy, I was like, I feel like that's uh, Cardi's team I, Grammy, well, Grammy because they really, episode, we they really, they really, they really sold young that. money. I'm gonna bring stats. Okay. <laughs> Bring the stats, bro. I really want to see them. But I feel like we should do that another time. A whole another. And if I feel like I'm wrong, we ain't talking about it. So. (laughs) 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 Uh, I guess, bro. I feel it. (laughs) Y'all got anything else to add? Did we even speak on Jay-Z and Nas? No, we didn't. That's crazy because uh, it's been about an hour. <laughs> yeah, we we got it. <laughs> Yikes! I mean, are we? Are we, we don't need to. I feel like there's nothing that needs to be said with the team. Yeah. I mean, they did have one of the best beefs of all time. Yeah, which actually did one of the best uh, diss tracks. Which of all which, time. Oh, which is? Yeah. All right, I'm getting off. All right, us <laughs> is available on digital. No, wait, what, you, what, what, okay, correct me. Correct me. I mean, well, not correct me, but give your you uh, think it's Jay-Z. I, I feel the way I, I feel. think. I think Ether is, uh, you know what? Then we can save this. We can, no, <laughs> no, 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 we no, can no. save it, man. We could do this with the uh, quality control, young money. We could just do this. We could just do, I just want to know what you're gonna say. No, we're just gonna have a whole just comparisons and hip hop episode. Just, uh, I can't, I, I don't, I'm. You know prepared. what? Be, uh, we I'm have prepared. I just need to know. He not ready. No, wait. Group. Hold on. Hold on. Wes had a, put a good question into the group chat where he asked, "Who is y'all's two favorite hip hop groups?" You and Natalie. I don't think y'all y'all really gave an answer. You are Natalie. She did. She said, "I love and I'm just curious. Yes. <laughs> I'm just curious what y'all's answers are. Okay, Peter. <laughs> Mine's is definitely Dipset. Uh, shit. Second, who? <laughs> <laughs> that's a huge. That's a lot. That's a who? I can't Ooh, pick bro. because I didn't start getting into music until like high school. I was way behind like the curve. I wasn't. I wasn't big on music for a while. I would just listen to shit and I just heard that shit and I would move on for from it. So. I just started getting like into music. Well, while Barrett's trying to figure out what um, New York uh, group Wow, it has to be a New York group? That is crazy. Oh, I know. When you said Dipset alone, what? I was like, oh, How can you not say Dipset's not one of the biggest groups? I'm sorry, I don't reference them at all. <laughs> the only person in that group I reference isn't Cameron in that group. What say something about Cam? I swear to God, you know, I is he? Yeah, that's the only person I reference in that group. Sorry, that, wow, that's the only one I know. Tripping. I don't know anybody else. No, I'm just gonna be real. No. But 
And we're, I'm just going to let y'all know I already put it in the group chat, but for those that are listening, my two favorite uh, hip-hop groups of all time is Outkast and A Tribe Called Quest. I said Outkast, too, I think. And that's just you ain't listening, you know? And I'm from Texas, so. What did you say, Kay? Uh, Dipset and G-Unit. <laughs> I know y'all ain't got much to say on that, but forget y'all. <laughs> Cause Cause it's it's so what? What? I didn't say nothing. I know. I I'm just saying you're going to laugh it out. I just feel like, no, I feel like him referencing G-Unit, though. That's a quality. That's a, that's a solid. I oh, guess. how's that solid over? Get the... <laughs> I mean, even though, no, even, though I think, even though I think uh, 50 Cent is trash as fuck, but... Oh, God. I mean, he... Sorry. X. Not rapping-wise. X. I feel like, uh, get rid of that time. How about his name? Not rapping-wise. I'm talking about... X trying to get a bull. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a person, as a person, get the strap. The shit he be fucking doing, he be fucking wild. I can't but find a second group, man. You should fucking this is heavy. No, somebody that, else. All right, we've been landed a hopeless. You got, uh, you got Wu Tang. You got Wu Tang. You know, I'm into Wu Tang today. No, we want to talk about some fucking. I'm talking about. I'm not going with generic that's... people that just pick shit. I'm gonna pick a pre like a the group that you know, actually means something to me. Not saying that we'll I can great. tell you picked Dipset. <laughs> you picked Dipset. Wait, who's uh? I'm so, what isn't Joe Budden in a group somewhere? He's in somebody's group. Slaughterhouse. No, I I'm surprised you didn't pick them. Shit. I mean, those are probably <laughs> the most lyrical rappers still in hip hop. I put um, Royce the Five Nine against anybody. Okay. He's shading you. That's interesting. <laughs> I, I just think that's, interesting. that's what that means. <laughs> I don't know. I can't pick a second, man. Uh, shit. It's okay. It's better than me. <laughs> yeah, you ain't listening to music. So you can't talk. It is. Um. First of all, I was helping you. You said out. that. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Oh my. Well, you know we'll what. I think that you, yeah, we should get back to that. It, since it's so hard, I, that's a shame. I, I expected more from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said Dipset. Really. I mean, there was no other group that. <laughs> I did. Once you said that, I was like, wow. Wow. Yeah, wow. Like, yeah, that's a great pick. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. We're leaving it at hugs. Uh, we're going to leave it at hugs. Just like, uh, just like old lady we were talking about in the beginning. We're going to leave it at hugs, you know? Hugs. <laughs> Yo. All right, y'all got anything else to say? Ignit, motherfucker, say to everybody. I ain't saying nothing ignorant. I've literally, I've literally backed up with my opinion. You know the reason why I feel. Well, I, I hate feel, your opinion. You know. All right, except for the dipset thing. I just didn't have. I was just like, wow. Opinion. I was just really shocked to hear them. What? That's it. That's all. I was just really shocked to hear the dipset thing. That's all. I you have no real. I don't understand why that. you would be. Shocked. I was just shocked. I feel like that's probably yeah, just you should have expected. I feel like it's a real New York answer too. So I mean, it's like okay, I, I guess, I guess. Me. <laughs> I'm just trying to. I just want to go to sleep with a good spirit. You know? <laughs> it's really trying. Yo, yo. I'm trying, but do you have anything else to say? <laughs> Except X. He said enough today. No. 
No. Yo, that's Barrett. That's Barrett in this picture that he said. That's what I'm laughing at right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cyberbullying's terrible. So, so yeah, we don't we don't condone cyberbullying over here, fam. Period. But uh, period. since we have nothing else to say, especially X, we just ran out of shit to say. Um. <laughs> this this has been episode three of Land of the Hopeless. And I hope you guys enjoyed it, except X. <laughs> I hope you toss and turn all night. Um, wow. That's I'm going to sleep sound. That's, that's, a lot. that's all nice we got. Uh, stand by for next episode. We're just going to get more fucking hot in this bitch. <laughs> all right. Y'all. Bye.